What's up, party people? I'm Sagar, and welcome to season two of the Brown and Proud podcast. What's up, guys? It's Ishan. This season, we have new voices coming in to give their ideas and opinions on subjects that we hope you find interesting. Yo, it's Darsh here. As always, your feedback is greatly appreciated. So if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, email us at brownandproudpodcast at gmail.com. Hey, it's Yus. Share the podcast with your friends and be sure to follow us on our Instagram page for more updates on the podcast. New episodes dropping twice a week. Brown and proud. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Brown and Proud podcast. Uh, hope you're enjoying season two so far. Uh, today we have a topic that is, uh, I don't know, what do you guys feel about it? We're talking about Indian parenting in America. So we're kind of revisiting episode one. Epi- yeah, episode like one. Of season season one, one, episode yeah. one. Um, but kind of, I, I guess it was kind of requested that we kind of talk more in depth more about it. We're going to say exactly the same thing, so hopefully you're ready. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I have some questions for you guys. Um, First of all, why is parenting necessary? What? Wait. So we're just, like, laying a groundwork. Yeah, just, like, or is is parenting necessary? Yeah, because, bro, it's what's, like, gets you to, like, Go on the right path. Correct. Hundred percent. Um, you come into this world. That's not the right. That's not the same question, though. The question is: Is parenting necessary? Yeah, right? it is. It is necessary because. That... Yeah, but you're saying, but not every parenting leads to the right path. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then that's bad parenting. But parenting. And, is uh, right. So yeah. So. And there's a lot of people that don't have parents that still turn out better than us. That's yeah. True. Oh, okay. Even then, they might get parenting not directly like from their parents, yeah. but like. Parenting is sort of like this guidance from like a fatherly figure or like a motherly figure yeah. from like mm-hmm. not even people that are have to be older than them, but like that kind of like mentor them almost. So like right. even people without parents could technically receive. So then this moving on, oh, do you have some Ned? I was gonna say like it is necessary because like even if you like look at animals, their right. their form of parenting is like teaching their like cub or whatever their offspring to like survive. Yeah, but the, I feel like the parenting part is still the same. I mean, our parents are teaching us. At, at at the base level, our parents are teaching us how to survive. Yeah. See, the thing is, Yosh, like, you still need to teach a cub how to hunt. But an octopus's That's... mother dies, like, so it can be born. The... Right. So there are other animals that don't need that. They have that natural instinct. But obviously, in most cases, parenting is very necessary. Like, you can't, you can't expect a lion cub to know how to hunt without teaching it how to hunt because that's not an instinct or maybe he's just built different all right well i think the solid answer is yes parenting is necessary yes all right well then uh going more specific into like our brown um parenting um what are the different actually going back out uh what are the different types of parenting and which ones have we experienced what do you mean? Oh, okay, okay. I got it. I got this. So I feel like there's like kind of like three three kind of types of ways to um, parent, right? There's like the super strict parent, right? Mm-hmm. Who has your best interest at heart but doesn't know how to – doesn't like feel like they could teach you how to get you on the right path without being this strict. There's like the laid back parents that also have your best interest at heart and they're like – they're laid back and they know how to handle you more easily like by connecting to you directly. 
And then I feel like there's the bad parents, which either are, like, super strict to the point where it's, like, negative affects you, or they're, like, super laid back to the fact that they let you get away with anything and you don't – your character develops bad. I agree with those main three uh, categories. There's definitely more, but I feel like you covered the major ones. Yep. Like, strict, chill, laid back, and then good parents, I guess. I think it's, like, every other thing. It's, like, it's a situation based on what, like... Yeah. It's situation to situation, how the parenting... Yeah, so another point I had with that was, like, every every kid requires a different style of parenting. Even if, like, for me, personally, like, the way my parents, like... The parenting style that was used with me was not the was did not apply to my sister because we were different. And so I think with every individual child, the parenting style is going to uh differ, but I guess the approach that the parents take is something they can control. The parenting style I think was the same, but the effects it has is different based on each kid. So uh for example, if I'm if I'm having a fit or I'm like angry or something um, and my mom yells at me or like tells me to shut up, it's going to just make me more mad and I'm going to make more noise. Or like if she hits me, whatever, I'm I'm not going to stop. Whereas with my sister, it was the opposite where like when she gets a consequence, she remembers that consequence and then knows not to do that again. Otherwise, she's going to get that consequence. But like that didn't work with me. And so what worked with me was like counting down to like calm me down or something yeah i think i think it it, does change um child to child and i think that also that kind of brings in like the whole like uh problem that we have with most parents today like the way they were raised is not usually the way that their kids might should be raised maybe because that's a whole different it's a whole different person with their own thoughts with their own experiences as well with like their friends being treated this way and that and then you know them expecting something else mm-hmm. so like i think I, I think you're right it it depends on child to child and like what may have worked on me may have not worked on my sister you know right. so yeah i, I think it uh it varies <clears throat> so i think that's a perfect segue into like our personal experiences so i'm asking each one of you like what are your thoughts about the parent? If you don't want to say it, it's fine, but like, what are your personal opinions on the way your parents parented you or like raised you? I can go first, I guess. Um, I think the main thing that I uh, like up until a certain age, like it. maybe until like uh, the start of high school for me, I guess. Um, usually, the only way to like get me to do things was like. It, it was it was like threatening and obviously like a parent has its has their best interest in you so like making you uh, taking away your xbox controller or whatever to make you do homework is I, in in their mind it was the best way to teach me and i think i agree with what they did right right because like up until then and even after that i would think i was a terrible child <laughs> <laughs> I, I would think I, that's that's from what I remember. Like I was really fussy, really emotional. I cried at every like um, instance. I was like, uh, like any friction I came across, I cried at. You know, so like up until a certain point, like I was that child that like 
um, that everyone hated. So, mm-hmm. like, not everyone hated, but the parents were like, kind of, ah, what to do with this child type of thing. So, like, with those type of children, like, obviously, not taking away their Xbox controller or whatever is not always the best thing to do. But you know, for me, that worked. Once I hit that age where I was like, all right, a little bit mature, I would listen to my parents. Then like that stuff didn't work on me. And I think that's when they realized that, oh, this man or not this man, this child has somewhat grown up now. So it's okay to like lean back and chill after that. Yeah. Like, does that make sense? Because like at some point I was, uh, they didn't, they didn't try to try to force me to do anything because they would expect me to do it on my own. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like all parents get to that point where they just feel like, you're mature enough to do it on your own type of thing. And if you don't do it, I don't care. Yeah. It's your own consequences. I still think there are a lot of parents out there that try to baby their kids up until like, even after they get married type of thing. And that's, that's a whole different problem. I don't think that's just a problem in Indian communities. Yeah. I think it's um, definitely prevalent (laughs) in the Indian community though, but we'll talk about that after we let them finish. (laughs) All right. I think that was what I had to say about my. Experience. I agree. You see, I, uh, I like somehow relate to that because, like, you talk about how, like, when you reach that, like, age of maturity, mm-hmm. then, like, your relationship, like, with your parents and whatnot kind of, like, improves, like, drastically. And for me, I don't, like, from as long as I remember, I feel like not even to, like, brag or, like, to, like, talk highly of myself, but, like, I feel like I matured, like, very early mm-hmm. on because, like, I kind of, like, had to. Because, like, certain situations and whatnot. And so, for as long as I remember, I, like, always had, like, a great relationship with my parents. I never felt like I was, like, threatened or, like, they ever, like, disciplined me or anything. I feel like it just almost came naturally. Like, it, I had to do it. And so, I I have, like, when, I, like, when I'm, like, with my parents and, like, with my friends, like, we're all, like, kid around and whatnot. But I still feel like my parents can, like, be that threatening-ish. If I did like this and that or whatever, I would think I'm not at that stage where like, uh, yes, I yeah, got you go. that level of maturity. Or I think I do, but maybe my parents don't. But um, I feel like I deserved a little more trust than I like have received because I've never messed up like in like a really really bad way. Like besides maybe like getting a a grade like subpar to what they wanted me to get, I've never done anything really wrong. But I've never been trusted at all either. And I feel like it should have been given to me as a default because I haven't done anything. But that's like, but other than that, I think everything was kind of fine. I feel like they knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me, um, like the initial approach was like consequences. And I think it worked up until I realized that I could just like not listen. <laughs> and then you know it was like like screw your consequences i don't care or like i'd make a joke out of it like i don't know if any of you guys have ever had to like (laughs) stand and hold your toes and it was just like for an extended period of time and i just (laughs) laugh it off like this is not a consequence and then like um but yeah i think once i got to the point where i realized like i don't have to listen to them then i like i would literally tell my mom like okay fine slap me like hit me like I, I put my cheek in front of her face, like hit me. <laughs> I think I also did that. Point, I have done that too a lot. But I think, idea. I think the consequences were good. Um, I realized the importance of um, discipline and consequences in like a parent-child relationship, and I think 
so with some parents i feel like it's necessary to instill a little bit of fear but then in other parents i feel like there should be none of that and you should instill like love from the beginning but like some children it just doesn't work and so i think i think it's a balance of both i mean wait so then the it depends parent, on the child I think if to instill with some kids it just works better love. than others but I feel like I, I feel like I had a mix of that, and like I'm I'm appreciative of that parenting style yeah, because I, I see that. other kids that like old friends or people that were raised at the same time as me, and it's like yeah they they didn't turn out that well. <laughs> not that I'm saying I turned out well. <laughs> I was gonna. I was, yeah, not that I not, not, I didn't turn out well, but I turned out better than many others. I think you're fine. Yeah, I, I think, see, the thing is, like, with Indian parenting, everyone thinks of, like, you know, the parents are going to pull out the jump ball yeah. and <laughs> slap you if you don't. And, like, up to, like, a certain age, that is that's true, 100% true. Yeah. And, honestly, I'm appreciative of that fact. I'm grateful for that because you see some kids who have never faced consequence in their exactly. life. Exactly. And, you know, obviously facing too many consequences is a whole different thing. But... Uh, and that kind of like turns the kid away from the parent, which mm-hmm. I, I understand. I fully understand that. I wouldn't want someone who's, uh, I wouldn't want to love someone who's abused me my whole life for right. no reason. Like for the stupidest reasons, I wouldn't like that. But like, at least I, this is what I'm thinking in my head. Indian parenting with like the jump balls every now and then, like it's exactly what you said. There was a balance of fear and love. Like we did, Yeah. Uh, looking back on it, like, there was a mix, but when you're there in that time, you're thinking, oh, it's only fear. It's only fear. Yeah. You know? But it's definitely a mix of both. And I think a lot of Indian parenting or even like um, other um, colored parenting techniques, I think, pulled out the jump ball as well. The <laughs> <Yeah>. slipper, <laughs> the flip flop, or whatever. And um, Bro, you ever get chased down with like a veiler? <laughs> I've been chased down by yeah. a mugger, buddy. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't lit. But oh, okay. Well, as a kid, it just makes. Oh, you, were you? Were you yeah, as a kid? Yeah. <laughs> were you scared? I was scared. I was like, yeah. "Oh my god, it's gonna burn me!" <laughs> Bro, I would go like hide behind my grandma. <laughs> oh, dude, grandmas are, I think, saviors in every single. One hundred percent. Although, although there was one time where I got oh, yeah, threatened yeah, yeah, with yeah. a uh, a so called the hot. <laughs> Uh, what is it called? Tabeto? I don't know what that's called. Like a pan? Uh, a spoon. No, no, no. I guess like a long spoon. I don't know. Um, a ladle? Uh, a ladle. La- no, 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 no. The what is it called? For whatever. It's, anyway, it's the just, thing like you cook big, with. A big hot spoon. Spatula. A metal spatula. Spatula. Yeah, spatula. You. Oh my god. You're so stupid. A spatula is a tabeto. Yeah, but like it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't hot. But I got threatened mm-hmm. by saying it was hot. <laughs> By my once. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Grandmas and grandparents in general are just saviors, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, from a kid's perspective, what is ideal parenting? From a kid's perspective? Yeah. I from a kid's perspective, I think it's just like un un uh unruled freedom. Un some what's the right word? They pretty much freedom to do anything they want. Right. Right, okay, because okay. if like hanging out with friends, um, you know, being able to date early or whatever, you know, especially for an Indian like that, that was a big thing. I Bro, think because Indians, I don't think we're allowed to date. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like from a kid's perspective, an ideal parenting would be to be able to do anything they want, hang out with white friends, black friends, all types of races, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I not think... have that not have that um suspicion from your parents of what you're doing type of thing. Yeah, I always got that a lot too. Like if I ever hung out with my non-Indian friends, I feel like that could have been taken away. I would have been much happier without that. Wait, without the the suspicion, the suspicion, bro. Oh, like, because like, I thought you're talking about freedom. Like, because like, <laughs> oh, without the freedom. Nah, because it's just like if I was trusted, right? I feel like I feel like I'd be feel like more entitled to do something to like better myself. Because like, oh. They trust me to do this. I should keep in line because of that. But if they like, didn't trust me, I feel like since they didn't, uh, honestly, at times, I didn't like ever do anything, but I felt as if like mm-hmm. there was no trust. So why try to gain it anyways? Right. See, but I, I don't think that was a problem with your trust. I think it's just a thing that Indian parents have. In yeah, general. I, think, yeah, I do don't think that trust. was an individual oh, case. Okay. I feel like almost everyone has that. Like, I think I, I had that problem. Yeah, I think with my parents, it took a while to kind of realize that like it's okay to have non-indian friends and like no the thing is not that they had a problem with it but like they just have a preference the thing is like with indian friends right you they understand the culture a lot better so they trust them a lot more easily than white friends because they don't they've come here from india right they don't understand the culture so they don't know what the kids do or yeah. at least in the beginning, right? Obviously, at some point they would have get gotten um, acclimated with the cl- yeah. culture, um, and you know started trusting you a little yeah. bit. It has nothing to do with trusting you; it's trusting them. It, it, and like it, it makes the sense. Parenting, the parenting of yeah. that other kid. Yeah, because uh, they with a with an Indian kid, they're like, oh, he was, you know, he was brought up in Gujarat, so he must be somewhat Sanskriti, right? So <laughs> he he might have some values, and if he doesn't. I will know because I grew up in that culture, right? <laughs> so it's kind of like that, right? Because they grew up <laughs> with bad people and good people and that right. in their own culture. So they know how to pinpoint them if they're Indian outside in America, right? Yeah. I think trust is a big thing, um, especially like in the brown community or like mm-hmm. like in that parent-kid relationship. Um, but yeah. So... Moving on to the next question, how is brown parenting different from other types of parenting? I know we touched on this a little bit, but it's probably just like a bit. Looking back from our like, first I don't episode, think it's too much after. I that. don't think it's actually as extreme as we think. Yeah, I was gonna say the same. And at the same time, we've we've grown up in white schools where their your your friends get to do everything that they want, right? Now, there's still that yeah. odd friend that won't be able to do something, but um, but we haven't seen outside our community what what indian parents do the stereotype is that they are strict but yeah um, we don't have like an outsider's perspective yeah what else is okay, different so then, between um oh, indian and okay. white no no what else is what else can we pick out that's different um i mean indian? i was just gonna say like um i think we talked about this in that first episode but like there's a lot of transparency i feel in, mm, yes in white parenting white or like parent. non non Indian parenting. Yeah. Um, I think I, I think in this case ethnic parenting eth- yeah, is, yeah, yeah, we could say that. Versus like, especially in America. In in America for sure. Yeah. Ethnic versus white, because I think that is a uh, or colored versus white, I guess. I, yeah. I don't know what the 
Like, I, I feel like, like yeah. I feel like on my a lot of my white friends, they're like uh, they're kind of like they're like homies with their parents. They're like friends with them, in a way. Yeah, and I think I think the reason for that is because their parents went through the same childhood as them. Like they grew up here, whereas we can't really connect to our parents in the same way because we don't have the same upbringing. Mm-hmm. That does. No, I hundred percent agree with that. Like, like I have a friend who. Um, my my roommate from last year, he would tell his dad everything, every girl he talked to, every every little aspect, and they would talk for an hour or like an hour or half an hour every single day, even while he was off of campus, mm-hmm. you know, off on campus, I guess, away from home, pretty much. Um, and that that really like surprised me. I was like, damn, dude, that's that's obviously a relationship that I would love to have with my father as well. Yeah. Um, and that's that's really tough for me to achieve because of you know, the cultural differences we had uh, growing up. But um, that's definitely the goal. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, I, I wish I had that. That would have been pretty cool. Like, to have, like, you could just talk to your parents about everything. So I feel like with me personally, I can talk about – I can talk to my parents about anything I want to. And, like – we would have a good conversation or we'd have like a chill conversation, but I feel like that's definitely taking some time to get there mm-hmm. because oh, for sure. Yeah. So I still don't think that I could get to like his, obviously I think I'm getting there with my parents. Like I can talk to them about most things, mm-hmm. most things, but like when it comes to a girl or anything related to the opposite gender, <laughs> <laughs> that's when it gets a little dicey. It might not be dicey for them, but it's definitely awkward for me to, start the topic and continue the topic you know (laughs) like i get butterflies in my stomach and it just can't go further than that yeah i think i've had so with my dad and my uncle they both went to high school here middle school and high school so i think that's the that's the reason i can connect with them more Mm -hmm. um but for some reason i still find myself being more transparent with my mom i don't know if that's just like a I I feel that too, dude. Yeah, I, I think that's just every. I do that as well. Yeah. <laughs> although although if I tell my mom dude, something, she'll I I feel that hundred percent. I'm like bro. in the same boat, with nah, you, which bro. is fine. But I no, don't it'll really care, it'll get bro. around. I'm just like more comfortable. Oh uh, yeah, I'm more <laughs> way more comfortable. I'm like about. way more open. Not that I'm not open with my dad. I just like <laughs> mm-hmm. there's just certain it's things just that so much easier to talk to mom. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so narrowing in the like brown parenting, um, a common theme of parenting or like a common goal is to like instill the right values and what do you guys think that looks like what's the best way to go about doing that because i, think I know it's just that how... we all had a common experience i think mm-hmm. but ahead, i yes. think you should uh like i think we should teach them like if i don't know i can't obviously speak like that well on this but like uh i feel like you should teach them like right from wrong like the basics of it and then let them experience like all the in-between and learn that for themselves. If that makes sense. See, but is that what you went through? No. And did you turn out okay between distinguishing the right and wrong and everything in between? I mean, yeah, but I lack like so much self-confidence. That's, that's the, I don't think that's an issue on the parents though. I think that is a personal issue. That could be a personal issue, but like, it could be a parental issue. It's definitely like a, it's a mix of both. 
I feel like, but like the but, community we've grown up in is like it pushes you to have this self confidence. Right. So like, it, it it's definitely I wouldn't blame it completely on I'm, I'm not, parents I'm not, on that. But like I'm just saying, like I feel like a part of it is that like uh, honestly, I've kind of always felt like I could never like uh, impress them or like uh, I don't know. Um, like for example, here's like I don't know, I don't know if this is okay to share, but like uh, so like I started weightlifting. I really got into it, bro. But my parents, like, kind of looked at it like a negative thing almost. Even though I was, like, bettering myself, they looked at it as a waste of time. All of a sudden, my sister starts running. It's, like, the greatest thing in the whole world. Like, they're telling every about, everyone about it. That kind so of was, So let me ask you this. Was the weightlifting because they thought you were going to stunt your growth or, like, you were going to get hurt or something no. like that? No, they just saw it as a waste of time. They thought, like, why are you doing this? They didn't get it. It wasn't, Well, I mean, I... It, it kind of makes sense because most Indians aren't seen to be weightlifting. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big struggle for me because, like, whenever I moved here and I wanted to play football, that was, like, a big no. Like, mm-hmm. Indians don't play football. Yeah. That was just, like, the general consensus. Like, that's a stereotype. Indians just don't play football. How many Indians do you see on a football team? My cousin. Yash's cousin. <laughs> well, like, that, that's the point I'm trying to make is, like, I don't know. Parents, Indian parents – I don't want to say they're close-minded. It's not close-minded. I think they're just like, they're like, okay, well, you could have played cricket because there's no contact in that. That's the thing. Like cricket, soccer, it's like minimal contact. And like, even if there's contact, like it's, 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 it's not as um, dangerous as a sport. But then I also understand the logic of why they don't let us is because we don't have the same diet. We're not brought up the same way as most Mm -hmm. of the other kids here. And yeah. so it's tough. I mean, that's why I'm not playing anymore, right? It yeah, made I sense. Mean, but the I time was, that I had was fun. But yeah, I understand their point after the fact. When I was in football, seventh grade, let me tell you, seventh grade, there were kids twice my size. Yeah, I had that. So thing. like, it just makes sense that like we aren't we're built, not built for that. Built, yeah, it's oh. just our diet, everything that we've done, like as in like. You know, we don't have um, a workout regime when we're, you know, growing up, right? Obviously, we might now that we've we've like started maturing, um, maturing, and like uh, uh, as we've grown in this culture, we're gonna bring in like it's obviously gonna be like a, a amalgamation of two cultures where we, you know, keep our traditions, but also like start having mm-hmm. a um, a workout plan or uh, a diet and all that. But mm-hmm. um, and our kids could be grown up to be, you know, football players. But mm-hmm. as of for us, we didn't work out. We didn't grow up working out. So like, or eating the right diet, or eating the right diet. Yeah. Dang. But I, I feel like um now like that we've like gone through all this. I feel like our, like our kids or the next generation is definitely gonna be different. Like I feel like we could instill like betterment into themselves and like maybe like they could do whatever they want rather than like us being like not able to. Okay, so let me put that on the back burner before we get to that point. Um, let's talk about some of the parenting styles that we were talking about earlier. So in our experience or experiences or like other people's experiences, um, how have, how how does like, how do super strict parents, um, or like what impact does super strict parents have on the kid? Oh, okay. I got this. Okay. So specifically in our, in like the Brown community. So I've kind of like I've I've seen this happen. I think you guys have seen this happen. 
But I feel like if, like, you're overly strict, they don't learn to be, become better people. They learn how to, like, get past all these ways, like, that you're being strict in. And then all of a sudden, when they're in college or whatever, they're just, like, let loose, like, completely. They snap. They snap, yeah. I think I think that's actually a good point that Yosh just brought up. Like, yeah. you know, even as us, like, we obviously had somewhat strict parents, not super strict, I would say. Um, but, like, even then, we've – we as kids learned the the weight of our parents' footsteps coming up yeah. the stairs. Yeah. 100%. yeah like we I could hear tell. it, we could feel it, and we'd be like, oh crap, we you gotta could, hide whatever we're feel, doing. Right you now. could feel the expectations. Gotta turn off the Xbox, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> um and like it, it it happened I think to a lot of us. And I, I would think it's not just Indians, but like yeah. that that's what strict parenting is, right? You teach your kid how to hide instead of like doing the right thing. Cause it's a kid, right? You can't just whip them into shape with like a whip, right? Okay. <laughs> um, it it takes like as we said earlier, fear and love, and like obviously we'd prefer yeah. the love part, but um, there has to be discipline and consequences and whatever. But um, a lot of Indian kids have, and I promise you, a lot of them will be able to tell whose footsteps are coming up the stairs right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Yeah, I can my, tell. Whether it's my sisters, whether it's my mom's, whether it's my dad's, you know, and and it, it, it and that's it's not a thing that you know every parent wants to happen. No parent wants that to happen, right? Mm-hmm. They want their parent, their kid, to be like you know worry free about who's coming up the stairs. But that is a thing that happens, and it's 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 obviously not a good thing. But I think every kid just yeah. automatically yeah. learns that. And like going back to the like the balance of fear and love, like a good analogy for that is like a potter making a pot, right? If you've mm-hmm. ever, if you've ever seen like the traditional way of making pots, one hand is inside that's shaping the pot and mm. like giving it curves and whatnot, and the other hand is hitting it at the back to look for any bumps or faults or errors. Yeah, smoothing it out on the on the backside. And so mm-hmm. I think that's a perfect analogy for like that fear love balance is like Mm -hmm. the parents need to be there to shape the child and bring it up but at the same time you need to have those consequences and um you know discipline to smooth them out as they mature right Hmm. damn that's 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 a good analogy damn i know you looked that up did you look that up courtesy of my parents oh Oh. i like that i had yeah i had this talk with them earlier this week (laughs) Damn. Yeah, I think so. In your guys' what goes around comes around. Um, what was like your the balance between your mom and your dad? It's Bro. it's just general, but like, what was that balance like? I feel like my mom was more laid back, and my dad was like the strict one. Um, I would say up until like probably seventh grade, I feared them both. Um, <laughs> you know, slaps are slaps, right? Well, no matter who it comes from. But Bro. after seventh grade, I think I I matured a little bit, and I was able to like, or not even matured. I think I gained some strength then. <laughs> so mom slaps didn't hurt as much as dad. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was legit like that. Like it, at some point, it was like, okay, I'm a little bit stronger than mom now. So you know, she might slap me, and I might still sting, but it doesn't hurt as much. So I'm a little bit less afraid of her. Mm. And then you know. Obviously, once I got into high school, and like, yeah, it, it became that I wasn't scared of either, and I shouldn't be scared of either, right? That was the whole point of them. Yeah, they love me, and they do everything too. Um, I, I think that people, the so, listeners get it. Yeah. So, 
my experience of that was like my dad was never strict. Like my dad's the most laid back person ever. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've never like he's never yelled at I think maybe he's yelled at me once and that's about it. I've never gotten hit or nothing. And so I feel like yeah, my dad was just laid back all the time and my mom was the one who was uh more discipline disciplining and strict. But something that I talked to my grandparents about and so I was having this talk with them too, is like, you know, I, there should always be a little bit of fear from the dad. Like you should instill some fear as the dad because mm-hmm. that's the person who's um, going to give you day or like goals for your life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the person who gives you guidance, whereas the mom is supposed to be more loving because at the end of the day, like we all said, we're all mama's boys, right? Mm-hmm. And the weird thing for me was like, <laughs> even though my mom was a more disciplining one, the more strict one, or even the one that hit me, it was still her that I went back to. Mm-hmm. But like, in in like a perfectly balanced uh, parent kid relationship, I was talking to my grandparents, and they're like, ideally, it should be like depending on what what they've learned, it should be that the dad should, um be the one that kind of like guides them but i think especially for like sons uh, as we're all born yeah yeah Yeah. trying to turn into men i think think it's opposite i could be opposite for girls i i I see i could yeah i could i could see that but like they were just saying like the mom can't be the one that's the one that's supposed to love the child and be the one that is Mm. super strict and disciplines the child like that just does that balance doesn't work well you sound you got a two-in-one deal bro Oh, I know. <laughs> okay, wait. I also like learned something. I think I learned this from you, Sagar. Um, whenever yeah. my mom would go and hit me or like try to, at some point, I just like went up to her, took it like a champ, and then I just like hugged her and I squeezed her really, really hard. Yeah, I didn't. You did not learn that from me. Though. I 100% I, learned that from I, you. I hugged my mom and squeezed her really hard, but not after she slapped me. No, I, I would do that to get her less mad at me. Like, she would start <laughs> laughing after I do that. The only thing that worked for me after <laughs> I realized that I could just get hit was counting down from five, <laughs> seven or eight. Um, my mom wouldn't let me eat the hot the hot Cheeto puffs, or it, I think it was like regular <laughs> Cheeto puffs, but like we rarely ever got them right. And as you guys all know, I was a bowling ball back then. <laughs> like, literally before I moved here, I was a bowling ball, and so yeah. I would just devour those whenever we got them. And so she got them and she told me like, you cannot eat them. And I don't know what it was, bro. It must've just been like early puberty or some crap like that. I just snapped, bro. I was like, why are you not letting me eat Cheeto Puffs? That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I started crying. I started hitting. Point where it was like super violent, but I've definitely had the fits and According to my sister and my mom, apparently, like, there's been some days where they just feel like I'm a different animal. Like, something's, like, possessed me. I'm not even joking. Yeah, I don't think I've come to that um, point where I've hit my parents back. But I have yelled. I've definitely yelled. Yeah, I've yelled, too. Changes with maturity. I flick my mom on the arm to annoy her. That's about it. That's... (laughs) That's just being annoying as hell. 
Bro, like, but what's the if, uh, if, like, I go up to her, she's not like, no, that's just being a bad son. Like, no, I'll just start, like, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just repeat my mom's name like 1,000 times until she listens to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then wrapping up with one final question How do you guys think parenting for you is going to look like in the future? Based on the things that you've gone through, I will let them have like, um, you know, be free to like hang out with their friends and things because that was one thing that you know, I was. But I will also be wary of those brown kids. All right, I know all you weed smokers out there. I I will be wary. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I'm more wary about brown kids and their weed rather than white kids and their weed. Yeah, because weed white, yeah, because white kids aren't secretive about it. Yeah, so you if can easily it, tell who's smoking and who's drinking out of white kids. But oh. brown kids, you're like, they'll be like, namaste auntie, and they'll be like, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, I, I think I'd rather watch out for brown kids than white kids. Yeah. Um, but I think I think what you said earlier, what we've been talking about this whole time, I think as a as a father, I think I would rather be strict or a little bit more strict and um, guiding than um the opposite gender all right so like i think i'm low-key actually gonna copy like a bunch of the stuff like how my parents like parented me but like i know like there's always like stuff in the back of the brain like whenever you're like in trouble or whenever you're doing like something bad or you get caught or whatever you're like oh i'm never gonna do this to my child i think that would be a like a great combo like you have like the indian cultural um parenting and Mm. then just bring in some like um you know, white sprinkles on top. <laughs> white sprinkles. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I totally agree with both of you, um, because like the environment and the community that we were brought up in <laughs> was like honestly that's ideal for me, like in terms of my parenting. Um, but yeah, I definitely see myself flipped in terms of like my parents. I'd be definitely the more strict one, but at the same time, I want to be the more chill one. <laughs> like I, I see I see both sides and I I definitely see that there needs to be a balance because yeah I mean I don't know I just <laughs> it's good to have a, a strict parent that's also chill I don't know <laughs> oh, okay my turn right <laughs> yeah, I, keep in mind I'm still like I'm younger than most of y'all I haven't even gotten out of high school yet but for me I feel like I would take more of the white approach, but with like Indian, like brown sprinkles, because I'm gonna be like homies with my kid. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna be tight. Like, but if you, if you mess up, then then I'll be a little stricter. But like, I think that's what we've been saying. Are okay. you gonna make him do yard work, bro? That's gonna be his chores. Yeah, he's gonna do yard work, or he or he can go work out. Okay. How you know it's gonna be a he? Huh? How do you know it's gonna be a he? I, I don't. She can go work out too, bro. We'll work out together. She'll be my <laughs> lifting buddy. <laughs> bro, I see like dads go to the gym like with their like little kids and stuff and low key, I wish I had that. You're going to be like 45 years old. Yeah. I, 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 Dude, I, I have, I have the like, biggest smile on my face when I see those videos. He, he sheds a single tear every, he smile. every time. Bro. I know. Like, smile, every time. And you're like, dang, bro, I wish I had that. Hey, what do you guys child. think is going to be like the most, the most <laughs> difficult part with like the balance of two cultures? Um, 
feel like I'd be kind of wary on like discipline. Like I don't want to like make it like too much to mm-hmm. where they're hiding stuff, but like I don't want it to make it too little to where they can get away with everything. I feel like that'd be kind of hard. See, yeah. the thing is, like, I feel like explaining this stuff to your kid wouldn't help them realize what you're doing. Yeah. Like, if you're explaining, like, oh, I gave you this consequence for a reason, and this is the reason, then I feel like they'll be able to, like, I, I mean, they are just kids, but, like, they might be able to understand a little bit better why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I haven't tried this, and no one's trying to on me, so I wouldn't know how that works. But you know, that's always a way to go. Like, if you're able to exp- like do the 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 toughest um, consequence on the child, and be able to explain why you did it, then that might be able to that might open up a better um, transparent relationship as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. As long as I get my lifting, buddy, I'll be good. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other closing thoughts on brown parenting? Um. <laughs> shout, out. shout out to my mom and dad. Please don't get mad at me for anything I said. Love you, mom. Shout out to my mom and my dad and my sister for being my second mom. Like, can I give like a? on the podcast anytime soon can i get mm-hmm. an anti shout out to my sister because she's kind of mean to me <laughs> yeah she's like five years younger than you bro she bullies me i think, we need, I think she we need hurts to do my siblings. siblings i think we need to do a siblings episode <laughs> just call yeah okay like no we should no, yeah yeah we should get I, them on no. and then do that absolutely 100 percent. okay but wait wait like a <laughs> we should years, get them on like, mine is like what 14 15 she, you'll no, see 14. The... <laughs> no, 16. Season 16? No, no, when she's 16. <laughs> oh, I said season 14, you'll see the Oh, relationship. okay, yeah, yeah, season 14. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> All right, and uh, <laughs> and with that, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was uh, – I hope it was interesting. I don't know if it was interesting. Yeah, I, I, I really hope it was interesting and you guys enjoyed it. Um, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at Brown and Proud. Um, if you guys have any questions or suggestions for season two, uh, please email us at brownandproudpodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you in the next one. Episodes dropping weekly. Brown and proud. Brown and proud.